Now this Emerson, the left-leaning poll, and now we have McLaughlin showing Trump leading. Even when Trump won, it was hard to find a poll that indicated this. I'm wondering what, what, you, uh, what you credit this to. Do you think it's the mugshot? Is it more? It's definitely more than just the mugshot. Look, President Trump has never been in a stronger position to win. He's performing three points better than he was in the RCP average in 2016 against Hillary Clinton, a race in which he, of course, won. And Joe Biden has never been weaker. And uh, Donald Trump is also the only Republican in this primary that is actually beating Joe Biden. He's four points ahead of where Ron DeSantis is in a head-to-head -head matchup against Biden. And it's because voters feel the real tangible contrast in their lives with Donald Trump's policies and then Joe Biden's Biden's policies. When Trump was in the White House, we never even talked about the word inflation, Rob, because inflation didn't exist. Our economy was booming and Americans' paychecks were going much farther. And also, the American people are seeing just how dangerous Joe Biden's policies really are. A lot of people are realizing now that this administration has been releasing 100,000 illegal immigrants every single month into American communities. In my neighboring town, in my home state of New Hampshire, there was just a convicted murderer from Brazil who came over from Joe Biden's open border. And so the American people are scared, rightfully so. Joe Biden's policies are hurting them, their safety, their pocketbooks, and they want to return to when America was free and safe and prosperous under President Trump. Yeah, the left is, is arrogantly thinking that they can really, really wreck this country uh, with impunity. Uh, and I, it worries me that they think that can happen, uh, but it's certain that, that there's a message being sent from the voters in this polling. Jim, 67% of all voters polled say the country is on the wrong track. 67%. And that includes 87% of people who say they're undecided in 2024. 87% of undecided say the country's on the wrong track. That is brutal. Yeah. And, and Joe Biden's disapproval rating among those undecided voters is over 70%. Yeah. And if you don't believe my poll, look at Doug Schoen, the Democratic pollsters poll. He's got Donald Trump ahead of Joe Biden right now. And oh, by the way, on job, in terms of the job approval rating, he's got President Trump a 52 approved. 44% disapprove, and he's got Joe Biden minus 10 on his job approval. So you have a net difference of 18 points when you compare the job of Joe Biden among the American public versus the job of President Trump. That's why the voters right now are clearly favoring the president. And one last thing, too, is if you look at the polls that have been taken after the indictment, after the mugshot, Donald Trump is up by over two points. And as Carolyn said, you've got, if you look at the real clear politics average right now, Ron DeSantis is down by about five points to Joe Biden. So President Trump is clearly the best candidate to face off against Joe Biden for the he, Republican. He's, he's the best candidate, and he's he's the vacuum of, of, of the media, too. I mean, you just nobody can get anything in with with Trump in the picture just nobody's paying attention it's just you, nobody's going to be able to take this from him uh you know at least in a traditional sense like from what we see right now because the mugshot heard around the world folks welcome back to truth thursday here on the rob manis show we're at the red voice media network live and we are dangerous because we dare and have the audacity to bring you the facts and the truth and we're up live on X Spaces with a live audience. We will be coming to you, so get those hands up. Ask for those microphones because you'll get an opportunity to ask a question or make a comment at least once in each segment if I do my job right. Well, they're going to do anything to keep Americans from voting for Donald J. Trump in 2024, aren't they, folks? That's just the truth, and every known fact supports it. The question we citizens are asking is, 
If Joe Biden won with 81 million votes in 2020, what the hell are they afraid of? His main GOP opponent keeps saying President Trump can't win the general, even though he's now polling in the low 60s in many primary polls. And as you just heard, he's leading Biden in most of the head-to-head -head polls after the last indictment in the mugshot. But the knives are out on the Republican side. And the first state to be known to actively consider barring Trump from the ballot is Republican leaders in New Hampshire. But... The people aren't having it. Since the mugshot, that Trump campaign's raised over $7 million, over $20 million total in August. And the funds keep on coming in because we're sending them. Mr. Trump's polling only improved dramatically after the failed Fox News debate, where he and Tucker Carlson saw over 250 million views on their interview that ran at the same time, while the also-ran debaters on Fox saw less than half of that channel got in the last GOP primary debate in 2016 under 13 million views. It's all laughable. Well, we the people aren't having any of it. We'll continue to support this man because he worked hard for us for four years and continues to be the only candidate who really wants to work for us for the next four years. My guest today to discuss all this craziness is Larry Ward, who brings decades of political, corporate, and nonprofit experience and expertise to his role as the president of the Constitutional Rights Pact, amongst the many other things that he does all the time. Larry, it's good to see you. Welcome back to the Rob Maynard Show. We're a live show now, brother. That's awesome. That's awesome. Glad to be back and glad to be here live with your audience. Well, man, Caroline, she speaks so fast, I got to put my ears on full throttle, and it makes me tired when I listen to her, but she went through a lot of things <laughs> there. The number one thing, though, is that... Uh, People really are happy with the job Mr. Trump did and continues to do, even as a candidate, with all this pressure going on. Well, well, President Trump is going to be the first person to win three consecutive, uh, three consecutive elections in this country and only serve two of them. <laughs> He's going to be the first person to win. And look. The, the left keeps saying and keeps warning warning the Republicans, hey, you got to stop talking about 2020. You got to stop talking about the election fraud. You got to stop talking about it because, you know, people are tired of, it. well, we're not, first of all, they can't stop talking about it and they can't stop prosecuting people over it. I'm wearing the shirt, the J, J6 prison choir shirt, January 6th prison choir yeah. shirt, and, and I'm wearing it today specifically for this interview, because we're talking about the mugshot. Well, there, there are hundreds, hundreds of mugshots that we don't get to see who are still fighting and in prison. And today, um, you know, people, people being locked away for 20 years because they knocked down the fence or they cut a hole in the fence. Uh, apparently, if you cut a hole in the fence now, the rules have changed. That's terrorism. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just curious. I, you know, do you think that applies to the border fence? <laughs> well, Joe Biden needs to go to jail for the rest of his life then because he's selling the knockdown parts of the border fence, knocked that's down my, in, the, in the vein that he point. refused to put it up. Uh, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, well, folks, who Larry's talking about today is uh, combat veteran Joe Biggs, who's also a friend of mine. I've interviewed him on my show twice uh, before of the uh, Proud Boys, was sentenced to 18 years today, called a terrorist, which is bullshit. 
He's a combat veteran who served honorably. He fights for his country. He was on the on the ground January 6th to fight for his country because he knew the election was stolen. We all know it now. Uh, and if you don't believe it, just go look at how the Democrats poll uh, on that question under Rasmussen. Almost 50% of them even think the election was stolen. Now, all the independents do just about. Almost every Republican does, except for a very, very small portion of them. Unfortunately, that small portion happens to be in elected office, a lot of them, because we're still running behind on getting rid of the rhinos out of the Republican Party, uh, Larry. And, I, I, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that Rasmussen poll, Rob, because I actually commissioned that poll in May. Um, yeah. and, and, and that poll, we, we actually wanted to see how Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis would run as a ticket. And they actually run really well as a ticket. Um, I, I, we'd have to re-poll now, but I think they, they're still a very, very good ticket. But one of the interesting questions we asked was, do you think the election was stolen in 2020? And Democrats, and you would be super surprised when you look at the crosstabs, the, the, the places where Democrats say that the, the more Democrats say that the election was stolen were in the inner cities because they're, they know they've been around and they know that the elections are stolen. It's just a common yeah. thing. And they, you know, Chicago has been stealing elections for, for generations, New York, you know, all, all of these, all of these places where the Democrats run stuff, they steal, they, they are crooked. They, they lie, cheat and steal to keep and maintain power. Yeah, they absolutely do, you know, uh, and uh, I, I don't know if you saw this uh, this today, but uh, Harrison Floyd, the uh, leader of uh, uh, Black Voices for Trump, uh, and uh, who was kept in jail without bail for several days as one of the RICO indictees down in Fulton County, uh, Georgia, he says that uh, that jail is full of Black Americans that shouldn't be there right now. Uh, and that it needs to be exposed completely. Uh, and that's why, to your point about the inner cities, I believe that uh, Mr. Floyd is correct and a lot of other uh, black American influencers that I'm seeing online that are saying at least black men are gonna break Trump's way in 2024, much more dramatically than they even did in 2020. Uh, and he got quite a bump there. Uh, and, that, and some of them are even saying that black women may break some more uh, towards the Republican nominee too. Are you hearing anything like that? Well, we heard that in 2020. And here's the thing is if, if you really want to break, if you're, if you're an African-American in an inner city, you better guard your vote because the, the voters who were disenfranchised were black voters who voted for Trump because that's yeah. where they stole the vote. That's where they ran the ballots twice, three times, four times, 10 times. And, and they disenfranchised you know, the, the black voters who came out in droves to vote for Trump. The numbers were, were looking like 20, 30%. Of, of African Americans could break in 2020 uh, to to Trump, but and, and it looked like that in the beginning of the night. But mm -hmm. as the night went on, that number shrunk, 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 and went down to that eight percent, which is where the which is where the Democratic Party likes to hold the de the uh, the black vote down to eight percent Republican. Um, you yeah. know, of course, we've had you know it's not just it's not just this cycle. You remember in Philadelphia during the Obama uh, years. There was 120 uh, percent of of registered voters who voted in in most of the most of the precincts in in Philadelphia. This is not new. It's just getting worse, and they're getting more brazen about it.
Oh, they absolutely are. Well, let's go over to the Spaces audience. Uh, Kat the Hammer is uh, hosting that for us tonight. Kat, uh, uh, do you have any hands raised or anybody with the mic that's got a question or a comment? I believe James had a question for you. James, did you still have that question? You had to put your hand up, but you said you wanted to ask. So. Go ahead, James. Uh, yeah. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I was just wondering, um, what would be your advice, the question, uh, on the current situation with the global thing going on with the Ukraine deal, uh, to tell Americans like myself uh, to prepare for war? Because the Democrats are disarming us here in Illinois, where I live. They, The governor has taken our gun rights. They act like America has no enemies. We do, a lot. And they're making more every day. And so uh, inevitably, I think we'll be invaded, uh, you know, and I just would like to know what your advice would be for Americans like myself to prepare our families for what's coming. It's inevitable, really, really, if you think about it. So what would your advice be on the current situation with Russia and China, Ukraine, the whole thing going on there? What would you tell us to do? How should we prepare and what can we do to make a difference in our communities? Well, thanks for your question, James. I'll, I'll let uh, Larry take a stab at it first, uh, and then I'll follow up. Larry, go ahead. Hey, you know, when, when COVID was around and they had us put this ma these masks on our face and pretend like that was actually going to do something, it reminded me of, of my childhood when, when I was uh, in elementary school and we used to have, you know, nuclear, nuclear bomb drills when, when we had to go under the desk. Like, that was going to protect us from nuclear fallout. You know, we'd hide under the desk in our... In our, in our classrooms, look, you're absolutely right. We are a danger of World War III. And it's not just a danger from outside, being invaded from an outside army, that's not the real danger. The danger is all of, the, all of these, uh, you know, uh, military age men from China, from Russia, from the Middle East who are coming across our border and are sitting around as a sleeper cells. They're, they're, take, they're buying property around our bases. They're flying balloons over our head. They're already here. So it's just a matter of time. You know, it's, yeah, sure, they can send over a yeah. few missiles, but they can also do a whole lot of damage and really disrupt this nation from within. Absolutely. And I'll just add, buy more guns and ammo, train, organize your community, your immediate neighbors, your 10 neighbors around you. Get organized, have regular meetings, make sure everybody's got enough uh, food, water access and those kinds of things. Uh, what do you do when the power goes down for the long term? You got to have that knowledge in a small group at the community and neighborhood level uh, so that you can protect yourselves if something really goes down bad. And that turns into national level impact if everybody's doing it. So we got to get that done. That's the most important thing you can do. Nobody's going to be able to keep you from buying guns and ammo and food for emergencies and water and those kind of things. Uh, so get out and do it and organize your neighborhoods. So we got to take a break, Larry. Uh, we'll come back after we, these messages and talk some more about what's going on with this mugshot. And we'll hear from the man himself, President Donald J. Trump. We'll be right back after these messages. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared, this may catch many off guard. Your hard earned assets are in jeopardy. 
but there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. fellow Americans, you just heard during the break there, you know, about Biden's dangerous plan for the digital dollar, and it's being implemented as we speak. So don't let it fool you. It's not going to benefit us. Act now before it's too late. The uh, Federal Reserve's phased deployment of Fed now started on July 1st, uh, just last month. So it's happening. Brace yourselves, uh, because many of you are going to be caught off guard, just like I was caught off guard, but there's a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar in time, and that's with one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. Call my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth health, wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from the failing dollar and volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833, the number two USA gold. That's right. Call them right now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide is going to outline the precise steps you need to take to immediately transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833-2USA-GOLD. That's right. Call them right now, 833-287-2465. That's 833-2USA-GOLD. Well, folks, welcome back to the Rob Mata Show Live here on the Red Voice Media Network. And we are talking with the chairman of the Constitutional Rights Pact, Mr. Larry Ward, who, among other things, uh, uh, runs that but is heavily involved in other areas and understands what's happening uh, in the electorate in America uh, like very few other Americans do. Uh, and Larry, we're going to show this real short clip from the President of the United States, the 45th President of the United States. Go ahead with clip two, Disco. Poll numbers are up since the very boring, record-setting low, the ratings, that is. They were low ratings debate that everybody wanted me to do, and now they said it was brilliant that you didn't do it. Leading by big numbers, we are leading by numbers like nobody's led before. I made the right decision, and we broke all records with the Tucker Carlson interview. We had 261 million people watching, whereas the debate only had 11 million people. That was a record low. So we had a record high and a record low. And it was a lot of fun, and congratulations to Tucker Carlson. Great job. Well, that's the man himself. Uh, I mean, he's on top of it. Uh, I think he released 32 videos today out of uh, out of that. Uh, I'm sorry, I've got an echo that I need to get out of that. The uh, so, what do we think is going to happen over the next few uh, months with all of these indictments uh, and court hearings? I mean, the process has started. Obviously, we're starting to see some movement. 
Uh, I think the president asked to be to be severed from the rest of the defendants in the Georgia case today is what I saw breaking before we came on the air. Uh, but there's a lot more going on in there. Yeah, there absolutely is. Look, if all of these cases um, were held uh, in in you know neutral jurisdictions where they're not 90% Democrat, um, these cases would be laughed out of court. The, the fact that these that these cases are being heard, particularly the federal cases, um, in Washington, D.C., where the numbers are absolutely um, unbelievably, unbelievably um, bad, you know, for, for uh, Donald Trump, is, is an injustice. If you're convicted, if you're, if you're brought up on, on charges on a federal crime, particularly in politics, you should have the right to a jury of your peers and not to a jury of your political adversaries. And right now, the way the, way the justice system works is the prosecution can jam through the case wherever they want, in Southern District of New York or in, in Washington, D.C. or in California, and, and push those cases through, and you are at a, a serious disadvantage. But if you had the option, the right, to move the case to your home district, for example, if this case was being heard in, in Florida, you, you know they, how the left had a, had a cow when uh, the, 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 uh, the case was actually had to be forced to be heard in Florida um, with a Trump judge, they lost their mind. Well, that's the way it should be. Anybody who's brought up on a political charge should have to face a jury of their peers, which means their neighbors, which means the people that they live around, not necessarily the people that they are, um, that vote against them in every election, 98% to 2%, which is what happens in Washington, D.C. So you have to have a system where, look, there would be no January 6th cases. They wouldn't even have brought them. You know, where, where grandparents are being, being arrested and, and thrown in the gulag, they would have brought those cases if you had to hear them in Nebraska or you had to hear them in, in uh, you know, South, South Dakota. There's no way that these cases uh, would even be brought because the prosecution would know that they would have no chance. The only, the only reason that these, these people are in jail and that these cases were brought were because they were facing a D.C. jury and a D.C. judge. Yeah, exactly right. And, and I think Fulton County, Georgia, is the same way in the area. I mean, it's pretty blue there for the most part. It it's the Atlanta area, uh, if yep. not uh, in the downtown area and those kind of things. Uh, uh, you saw people uh, on social media actually applauding uh, the uh, president's uh, indictment and his arrest and, uh, and uh, this crazy Marxist district attorney down there, Fannie Wills or whatever her name is, uh, actually said some things that that uh, uh, just blow me away. And Joy Reid over on MSNBC said something like, well, it's about time the rich white people uh, uh, get treated like the poor black people get treated, which, as I just told you earlier, you know, Harrison Floyd, the, the leader of uh, uh, of uh, black voices for Trump that was incarcerated in that jail for several days and held without bail because he said she was making an example out of him because he's a black man daring to stand up for Donald Trump and, and support Donald Trump. Uh, you know, right. uh, these people are absolute, they're Marxist, communists, and they're racist. It's absolutely unbelievable that 
They never get held accountable, and they can say these things in public. If I went out and said that uh, about uh, Barack Obama, well, it's about time that we put a black guy uh, in jail, uh, he deserves it, uh, et cetera, I'd be immediately attacked uh, uh, as a racist and attempts to cancel me uh, and all this stuff. Uh, and there's no way— They'd even call, that, you homo they'd even call you homophobic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, and anti-drug, illegal drug use, too. They, right. they, you know, I mean, we're laughing about it, but how can uh, anybody get a fair trial in either D.C., New York, or, or Fulton County, Georgia, and it's still up in the air whether he can get a fair trial in the case down in Florida, which, which should have been dismissed already, but the— Trump-appointed judge hasn't dismissed it. That that case should be outright dismissed because he was president of the United States. Even as a past president, he's authorized to have classified material. It was protected. It was obviously inspected, the, the protection capability, security uh, vaults, and, and those and kind on, of things. And on, and on top of that, Jack Smith, before the indictment, met with the White House. So so yeah. you know that this was directed, this was political persecution. It, 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 and, 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 you know, let's, let's not forget the the um, the whole case should be dismissed. You're 100 percent right. But let's not forget that the Joe Biden case. Where is that? Where's the rush what? to judgment? Where's the rush to <laughs> to have the Joe Biden uh, case or the Mike Pence case uh, heard before the election? There's only one person they're trying to rush through these cases for, and it's Donald Trump, which tells you exactly what this is all about. If this was about justice, it wouldn't matter if this happened after 2024. It wouldn't matter when the case was. They would give the defense the proper time to prepare. But the reason they're mm -hmm. rushing these cases through and they're shoving them down in these in these uh, liberal districts is because they need uh, they, they, they need the um, this to, to take place. They need to jail Trump. And and yeah. here's the problem. And, and Tucker Carlson asked a question that I've been asking for a long time. You know, will Donald Trump go to jail and will he be Epstein? And my personal opinion is, yeah, they're going to try that. You know, they're going to turn off mm -hmm. the cameras. Don's going to go to sleep. The Secret Service is going to have a ham sandwich, and and you know they're going to try to try to take out President Trump. That's that's my that's my dark but very honest opinion. It's the only way they can stop him. There is no other method. They haven't been able to stop him with these with these indictments. He can win from jail. He's go if he, they put him in jail and he lives, he's going to win from jail. He's going to yeah. be the first president elected in prison. Um, but they are going to try to uh, to take him out, and maybe it'll be you know some sort of quote unquote uh, COVID resurgence in the prison that he's in or something stupid, you know. But yeah. but look, they 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 can't have President Trump, and they they have shown time and time again whether it's mm -hmm. destroying the Constitution whether it's destroying the rule of law, whether it's political persecution or weaponizing the government, there is nothing they are willing to not do in order to stop President Trump. Well, I think that's obvious. I, I mean, Tucker's logic is, uh, is really spot on when he says the, the next step uh, that's available to them uh, is assassination. Uh, you know, it, it's been done before. Obviously, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. thinks that his uncle uh, was killed by the CIA, and I and I haven't ever heard him say it, but he probably thinks his dad was too. Uh, I know a lot of people do uh, think that the government uh, did that job too, uh, in one way or another. Uh, 
But do you think though that they're not they're not afraid of what's going to happen with half of the population of 345 million people uh, that oppose them if they do that? No, I don't think they are afraid. I think they're welcoming it. I think really? they want they they want the war. Yeah, I think yeah. they want the war. Keep you in know, mind and, that and, this is know, this is a government yeah. that the Taliban defeated, a bunch of tribesmen and goat herders yeah. from Afghanistan. Well, did they defeat us? Did they defeat us, or or did did Biden, you know, tuck tail and and uh, and and leave everybody defenseless? Well, I didn't say and, they uh, defeated us. I said they defeated this yeah. government. Good There's call. a big difference between us and this government. Uh, right. As a matter of fact, the part of that war I participated in, we kicked their butts and defeated them and should have left and come home. But then the the uh, liberal people that want to re you know remake democracy in our damn image uh, spent 20 years wasting lives and money uh, uh, doing that uh, and uh, and should have left. But uh, that's interesting. It is interesting that you don't think that they're concerned about what would happen if they do that. And I think that's where Tucker's coming from. Uh, well. Uh, Cat, I don't see any hands raised in the space. I'm back in there. I, I got a real bad echo uh, before the break there, so I had to leave it, but I came back in. Uh, do you have anybody with a question? I don't think I do, but I actually, you you actually asked my question <laughs> that I was gonna ask you. <laughs> I was gonna say, if they go with this, if they jail Trump, I mean, mm -hmm. they clearly are not afraid of what comes, because I, I don't think people are gonna go quiet into the night. I don't think it's going to go well. I think it is going to be not a good situation. Oh, I take I, I stand corrected. Carbon has a question. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, good evening, everybody. What um, I, I've heard I've heard some some legal uh, people say that there's no they don't know of a way to short circuit this case. I've heard other people uh, uh, referring to saying that the state level cases, people are trying to get the state level cases uh, shifted in jurisdiction to a federal to turn into a federal matter or where it can be disposed of there. Do you have any uh, insights about that and and what are the what are the um, you know, to, 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 what's the game plan going forward if there is one? Well, Larry, let's well, take a break real quick. This... Let's take a break real quick and then come back and you you come right in and answer that question. Carbon, we'll be right back. This is Rob Maynus Live, Red Voice Media Network. We'll be back after these messages. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is the wellness company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. That features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance 
businesses combating this man-made disaster. Welcome back to the Rob Mana Show. And Larry, before the break there, uh, Carvin was asking that question about the jurisdiction issue. Uh, and I think he's referring to what, what I've heard the lawyers talk about is removal of a federal officer's uh, case at the state level that's been charged by the state and removal to the federal level because federal officers can't really be charged with crimes for their official duties uh, when they're performing that function. By the state level or the local level, uh, but uh, but I'll let you go ahead and answer uh, answer his question from your perspective. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Look, this case shouldn't have been brought. I mean, right. it is the most absurd conspiracy RICO case that's ever been brought in the history. Of, look, it, they, part of the conspiracy was that Trump was tweeting to to get people to watch the hearing. Where public hearing, where they were discussing the election fraud. So think about that. The conspiracy was that he told people publicly on his public Twitter account to watch a public hearing, you know, about the election fraud, and that was an overt act that fed into the conspiracy. It's ridiculous. It is baseless. It is trash. It is the worst case that's ever been brought. That being said, if they're going to bring it. It is a federal case because here's the thing: yeah. is if it's a conspiracy and other people in other states are are part of, it and you're a, you're a federal official, that case is almost automatically pushed to the federal court. Now it's going to be they're going to say no, and because the the you know the judge has the right to kind of say no, it's going to stay here, and then mm -hmm. it's got to be challenged in and and appealed, and that and that's where it's going to go. It's going to be appealed if they want if they want this as a federal case, they'll get to the federal. Yeah, and the first defendant in the RICO case uh, to bring this to the federal courts is Mark Meadows, who is the chief of staff uh, for President Trump. At, at the time that uh, he did the actions that he's charged with, which none of them are criminal or illegal, uh, the actions that he's been charged with as being part of this RICO uh, conspiracy, not one single one of them uh, is illegal at all. Uh, and the judge has said, uh, that uh, he's called for an evidentiary hearing. He had that, uh, and then he called for briefings on a question that he didn't get answered in that hearing. And I think uh, the DA's already answered it, and there was a lot of critiques going on online by, like, shipwreck crew, uh, the, the attorneys and stuff, uh, about that she cited cases in her response, which is uh, answering a question the judge didn't ask uh, that didn't have the support in those cases for her, for her position that she was putting forward. So uh, it, it, there's a lot of weird things going on with this, but it sounds like uh, if the judge, the federal judge says, yes, this should be removed, then the next thing that happens is an immunity thing, because because federal officers have some immunity for their legal actions uh, in the performance of their official duties, don't they, Larry? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, this this is a case that will not, I mean, no one's going to jail uh, in, yeah. in America. Now, the question is, is, are we still in America, right? That's still the question. But <laughs> Um, in America, no one's going to jail for challenging an election. 
It's just uh, not I, I don't think it's going to happen either, but uh, the problem is it's interfering with the current election, and that's what their Absolutely. intention that's is. That's the only purpose uh, of it. And it's not yeah. just the Democrats. I want to show you this clip. I know you got a hard, I got word you got a hard stop here uh, shortly, but I want to show you this clip and get your take on it because it's not just Democrats. Go ahead and run clip, uh, clip three, Disco. Chris, I wanted to get your thoughts, your opinion from the grassroots. You're the top grassroots guy in the Northeast about this whisper campaign that's now getting to a shout of the Republican Secretary of State in New Hampshire preventing Donald Trump on the ballot. What's going on here? What's really confusing, Chris, the guy that's filing this quirky or quickie or whatever his name is or quirky or, you know, something really strange, the, the quickie cork or whatever. He is he's a former Trump endorser. Like, what's the story of this guy? I mean, is he like a scorned lover or something? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I know Corky uh, Messner. Uh, he's a um, fellow West Point graduate, we, so we have a lot in common. Um, we totally disagree on this issue. I think he believes he's doing the right thing. But again, he's a lawyer, and lawyers sometimes look at things um, and they, they read words that really aren't there. Um, I've read the 14th Amendment. I've looked at Tribe's article. Um, there's nothing there. It's kind of ridiculous to tell people we're going to prevent you from having a choice. Um, it's totally wrongheaded. And you talk about, you know, the insurrection thing. It's, you know, we also have a presumption of innocence in this country, and Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment. Um, President Trump um, has been indicted, but, you know, there's an old uh, New York circuit judge in the 1930s, he said, you can indict a ham sandwich. Mm -hmm. And so weaponizing the Department of Justice, then trying to use what I consider fraudulent indictments to keep somebody off a ballot, that, that's third world banana republic type of op. Yeah, it is. We're not going to stand for it in New Hampshire. We're just not going to stand for it. I've talked to the Secretary of State, talked to the Attorney General. I am very confident that all of the 14 current candidates who apply will be on our ballot. That That's promising, Chris. I'm glad to hear that. And it's, you know, this is this has kind of been breaking over the weekend. And so you are confident based on all conversations that this fringe legal theory, this fringe lawsuit is going to be DOA dead on arrival. Yeah, so the cockroaches are starting to reveal themselves. Now, Corky Mester, I, su I supported him in that Senate race, too. So did President Trump, and I'm withdrawing any further endorsement of that guy. Uh, revoke it permanently, because if you are going to stand against the Constitution of the United States and the voters in this country, I'm not going to ever support you again. Uh, and, uh, uh, and I appreciate the chairman of the New Hampshire GOP coming out so strongly about that. And I think the secretary of state has since backed off too. Larry, would you get anything else on this? The people have spoken and, and backed them down in a hurry. Look, it, there are going to be Democrat states that aren't going to care what we say. And, and they're yep. going to try this and they're going to try and keep them off. I, you know, keep your eye on Colorado. Keep your keep your eye on Arizona. Arizona come out today and said we're not going to do it. I don't believe yeah. it yet. Um, <laughs> so you know they, they, they got a fake all... attorney general there along with a fake governor. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. kind of like we have a fake president right now uh, at the 100%. national level. So yeah, the attorney general is going to have something to say, I'm sure. Yeah. So keep your eye on some of those some of those blue states because. You know, they're going to—blue states are in play. I mean, Trump is going to dominate, dominate 
the electorate um, if if the conditions are what they are right now. It's going to be yeah. it's going to be you know a Reagan uh, maybe even better than Reagan Mondale kind of race, and and they know that, and they're going to have to play some defense. So look look for them if it's if it's actual an actual race, and they and and look for them to pull out all the stuff. Yeah, and uh, speaking of cockroaches, uh, on the Republican side, Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia today called a press conference because he was being asked by the state Senate there, uh, at least one state senator, to call a special session because he can on his own to uh, to investigate this district attorney and have her removed for office under a new law. And uh, so Kemp called the press conference and said, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm going to let this play out. So, so talk about cockroaches and, and uh, rats that stab people in the back. Uh, Brian Kipp's been doing that for a long time to, uh, to Republicans and President Donald J. Trump in particular. Uh, and he's certainly revealed himself. And I'm hearing rumors he's going to try to run for the U.S. Senate uh, the next time around. And that guy should never get one Republican vote ever again. Nope. No, absolutely not. I don't know what happened to him. You know, it, it's it's interesting timing that he was he was just starting to turn and say, yeah, maybe we should investigate the election. What happened in Georgia? Uh, mm -hmm. And then and then um, you know his son, uh, his his uh, not son, but his his daughter's boyfriend. Um, life came to a tragic. Uh, it was cut short tragically in a in a in a car accident that looked like the car was. Uh, you know, from photos, it looked like the car was incinerated, um, and and then he backed off and went the other way. So I don't, I, you know, I, I that's always been one of those things that st stuck out of my head is maybe maybe he was told to shut up. Yeah, in, it's in the most violent I mean, way possible. Yeah, politics is a blood sport. It is it is a blood sport. It's not bloodless combat, uh, but it is combat. It's it's definitely warfare. Uh, uh, some people call it political warfare, and having, having uh, you know that I've been involved in it uh, as a candidate uh, multiple times yep. now. Uh, and uh, right there with the, you, sir. the worst, the worst knives come from your own party when they are yep. afraid of you. When they're afraid of you because you can't be controlled. Uh, and that's why it's so hard for regular Americans like you and me to get elected. But when we do, like J.D. Vance is in the U.S. Senate right now, who I proudly endorsed with my PAC and the president of the United States at 45 did too, and you guys did too, uh, is there. And he is holding them accountable, man. He's, he's doing it. We just need 100 more of him. Uh, to go around. Uh, hopefully we can get some more folks like him and me uh, elected uh, to uh, multiple positions, but it's got to go all the way down to the local level, folks. Local action has national impact. As you can see now, the Marxists have infiltrated every institution in the United States of America to at least some degree, and in most of them, except for the Department of Defense, and the Department of Defense is iffy, having been in that uh, department for over 32 years. It's iffy, uh, but I think they've got it to, at this point, uh, it's going to take yeah, some drastic do. action to uh, to clean out this stuff. And there's only one person that's electable enough, really, in this race that can get it done and that w has promised to get it done and that has shown that he can get it done. And that's Donald J. Trump, isn't it? Amen. He's the only guy that's going to get it done. Absolutely. Look, I like DeSantis. Um, you know, I think he's. I think he would make. He's going to make a great president. 
but he should he should make amends and work with Donald Trump and run as his VP. Roger that. Well, Larry, I know we got to let you go uh, uh, after this break, but uh, where can people find you and uh, work and, and check out the work you're doing and support uh, uh, your efforts? Constitutionalrightspack.com. Uh, we're the little pack that could. You know, we get a lot of stuff done. Uh, we, we don't have any big millionaire donors telling us what to do. Um, we're all just uh, funded by small contributions, but we get a lot done. All right. Uh, well, thank you very much, sir. We appreciate your uh, your thoughts and analysis on the issue today. Uh, I think it helps people to hear uh, from experts like you. And it, I didn't mention this, but you live really close to the District of Columbia uh, up there uh, where that Marxist swamp is, and it's evident that it, the yep. court system and everything is completely infiltrated up there. So stay safe, my friend, and uh, uh, you, be sir. careful. Hopefully we'll see you soon at some point. Well, we're going to take a break uh, and then come back and dedicate the last segment to taking calls uh, and questions and comments from the X Spaces audience, Cat. So, so get them their microphones. Uh, uh, we got a lot to talk about, and we'll hear from a, a combat veteran coming out of the break. I'm Rob Manis, Red Voice Media Network. Dangerous because we bring you the facts and the truth. We'll be right back. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. The only reason they're doing this is because Trump at this point is clear. He's unstoppable in the primary. The only hope for anybody else in this race is that he gets put in jail. And by the way, if you're running for president and you're a Republican and your entire freaking strategy is to wait for the top guy to get put in jail, you're part of the problem. Get the hell out of the race. Support the guy that's, that support us for four years. Hell, half of these people that are running wouldn't even have their platform or half their social media following if it wasn't for President Trump, the very person whose life they're trying to destroy and put in jail. Could the Republican Party just have a soul? Can our party just be loyal? 
Welcome back to the Rob Mana Show live on the Red Voice Media Network. Well, we bring you the facts and the truth, and that makes us very dangerous because the government and their media uh, media pipelines, their their handlers, whatever uh, negative connotated word you want to call what what the what the the uh, corporate media calls itself these days, they're the government's mouthpiece. They shove their narrative into your brain and they want you to believe it. But you don't have to do that now because you have Red Voice Media Network and shows like the Rob Mana Show. Well, we're going to bring you the hard truth and the facts, and you get to make up your mind because you're Americans, and that's what Americans do. We don't act on propaganda. We act on what we've thought about carefully and looked at with intellectualism, and we make good, solid decisions, and that's what makes America work, and that's why I have hope for America, folks. Uh, Now, that was Sean Parnell out of Pennsylvania, combat veteran, uh, author of Outlaw Platoon, good man, and he's absolutely right. Uh, It's time to stop this. If your entire existence of your campaign depends on Donald J. Trump going to jail, stop it right now. Get out of this race, people. It's time to end it. The primary is over. I'm all for a tough primary, but you're done. Get out now. Now, Governor DeSantis has done a great job as governor of Florida, uh, and uh, I don't have anything against him or even anybody on his team. I'm not going to get nasty with uh, with anybody either because I have a lot of friends over there. We haven't gone at each other, and we're not going to. I'm not going to do it. Even if they come at me, I may take them, take them on personally, but I'm not going to do it over the, the campaign. Uh, and I'm just going to say it's time to end this. We've got to unite because we have a war that's been being fought on us. It's not a declared war. It's being fought on us with real, real weapons. Real weapons. We're talking about a 70-plus-year-old man facing 91 charges, 700 years in prison because he dared to be a president of the United States coming from being a citizen that wasn't ever involved in politics uh, and government before, and he dared to call the government out for its shady actions and its egregious actions that have gotten American kids killed over and over. It's time to end this primary, people, and unite. Sean Parnell is exactly right. If the only reason you could still stay in this race is because you have a hope that Donald Trump's going to prison, you better get the hell out now, or you're going to go the way of the guy up in Minnesota last time, or Jeb with an exclamation point last time because that's where we're going to put you. Donald Trump didn't put him there. We did. Scott Walker is who I was talking about. Uh, and They're nothing now. Bobby Jindal, he's nothing now. They're all nothing now. And you're going to be nothing if you don't get out now uh, and if you continue to do this. Well, Kat, uh, I want to hear from uh, the folks over in Spaces or you if you've got a question or a comment that we could talk about uh, in this last segment. I've been looking forward to being having an opportunity to do this since we started uh, uh, taking calls and comments from the Spaces audience, so I'm excited about it. What do you got? Well, our Navy CB buddy's got a question for you. Chad, go ahead, please. Hey, Chad, I love you, brother. I love you too, Colonel, but don't get mad at me because I disagree with you. No, you're okay. right. We need to get these people out of the primary, buddy. 
We need them to go. But at the same time, if we're in, and your guest said that he's going to be a good president someday, DeSantis isn't getting anywhere near that White House. And the reason because of it is that he can sit there in this primary right now and with a straight face say that he's doing for the betterment of this country when he's 600,000 points behind, along with the rest of the inept people in this primary. We need to do exactly what you say and drop out, get behind Donald Trump, stand for something, and the only one that has has been Bibik Ramswamy, who I don't trust. And then we'll get, the next guy up is supposed to be DeSantis. He won't say anything because he's getting attacked by Trump. I can appreciate that. But at the same time, if this is about country, and like you're saying, Colonel, if it's about country, then DeSantis needs to get off of his sanctimonious perch and do what he needs to do in Florida. Continue being a good governor. And just because you're a good governor is a far cry from being a good president. And he hasn't shown me anything as far as integrity, leadership, or, or how to even run for national campaign in any way, shape, or form. And I, and I, and I was a guy that held out for DeSantis. But I've seen the contrary to what we're talking about right now. DeSantis, more than anybody, needs to hang out because you know it and I know it. He is only in this right now because he's hoping and praying that something terrible happens to Donald J. Trump. Yep. I'll leave it to you. Absolutely right, Chad. Uh, I couldn't see where you disagreed with me there, but uh, uh, because I don't think that anybody is owed the presidency. As a matter of fact, when this primary started, uh, you know, uh, I, I actually hadn't made a decision yet uh, until I started seeing some things in January from the DeSantis camp, uh, you know, and the whole I'm not running, but I'm running and all that stuff and, and those kind of things. So uh, uh, my decision has been made. My pack is endorsed, Gator Pack. You can go to GatorPack.com and make a donation, a contribution that's going to go to Donald J. Trump. Uh, we're we're raising cash, uh, hand over fist. We're going to get him some big checks because that's what the people want. They want this man as president of the United States. Uh, and uh, they deserve to get the have the opportunity to vote for him without interference from the judiciary, from the legislators, from the executive branch, from the intelligence community, domestically and foreignly. We have the we have the right and the responsibility to vote for who we want to vote for uh, for president of the United States. And Chad, you're exactly right. That man right now is Donald J. Trump. And I think there are many, many, many in the D column, and, the, and I know there are in the independent column, but in the D column that are going to vote for him too. That are going to vote for him too. Okay, Kat, who else we got there? Good job there, CB. We got CB. a few more people for you guys. We've got uh, Rocket Man, and then we also have Alicia from Gateway Pundit. So, Rocket Man, go okay. ahead first. Rocket Man. Um, the, the Constitution allows for Congress to abolish federal courts. I think we should get Congress to defund the D.C. Circuit Court. That would clear up one of Trump's problems. I agree with you, uh, Rocket Man. Uh, the uh, courts below the Supreme Court are all constitutionally created and controlled by the Congress of the United States. 
what the biggest disappointment for me in the last year, me personally, is that we worked very hard to get a Republican House of Representatives, and we just barely squeaked it by with all the cheating and everything else uh, in 2022. But we have it. But we have these traitorous Republicans that continue to give our power away or refuse to exercise the power that we've given them in order to stop this craziness because they are destroying the judiciary of the United States of America. The thing that the founders created with the U.S. Constitution to protect the values in the Declaration of Independence and solely to protect your liberty and mind is this government under this constitution. It is failing to do so. It is actually actively destroying individual liberty of the last president of the United States, his fellow indictees, us, by taking our, our election away that we voted for. Because if you believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes or there weren't enough uh, fraudulent votes cast in those swing states like Arizona and Georgia, which were only like 11,000 votes apart, then you're nuts. You're absolutely insane if you buy into the government narrative that says you can't question an election or we're going to put you in jail. Uh, and so you're absolutely right. This Congress should defund that court and that special prosecutor tomorrow. But where's Kevin McCarthy? He hasn't called them back. They're still on their long damn break. They're supposed to be back soon. And they keep mealy-mouthing about, well, we're going to do an impeachment inquiry on Biden. They got enough evidence on Biden to do an impeachment tomorrow, too. Not to, not to mention impeaching Garland, Mayorkas, the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. Every single one of them should be impeached because they are disasters for the American people. Okay, Gateway Pundit, Kat. Yep, Good Alicia, go ahead. Good evening, Go ahead, everybody. My name is Alicia. My name is Alicia Powell. I'm a reporter with the Gateway Pundit. I used to be a host over at Red Voice Media until I started covering January 6th, the prisoner of war situation every day. And I just want to kind of be a siren here. Like if I could go back to 2019 and uh, be on the inside of what's coming with COVID and everything and, and have a bullhorn on my side. I'm here to say, like, we are in a war, and I don't think most American re Americans realize how severe it is. The precedents being set at the federal courthouse in Washington, D.C., where everyone who's just like you and me, who sounds just like you and me, the type of people you would get along with and become good friends with in a moment, are being sentenced out of, to hell. You have all those type of people who uh, are Satanist, the same ones who are uh, cheering for babies to be killed in the womb and even after they're born are in charge of your fate. They are coming for all of us. They are destroying the First Amendment in ways you cannot believe. And I'm the only one here that's going to be able to tell you because I'm the conservative journalist that spent the most time in that courthouse. There's no I saw Julie Kelly there for a few time, uh, a few moments today. I think that's the mm. third time, the third day she ever made it there. She does great work on Twitter, uh, getting the, the the documents across. But if you're not sitting in that courthouse, you can't imagine seeing Joe Biggs, a decorated veteran who I've known over for five or six years. I've, I've known Joe since 2017. Uh, mm. Always at events where we're promoting free speech and just always just being a stand-up guy, a gentleman and served our nation in two wars, got injured doing so. 
he tells the judge how his daughter was abused and he wants to just get back to his daughter. Now, what did he actually do? Uh, he, he rattled the fence for a few minutes and That's walked right. through the building for a few minutes and went home. 17 years as if he committed an act of terror, charged with a crime, seditious conspiracy. Others who were convicted of seditious conspiracy tried to blow up planes and have uh, cause mass casualties. And, yeah. and Zachary Real sentenced right after him. The government wanted to give him 33 years to life. What did he do? As the police started spraying a bunch of innocent protesters, women, children, elderly, you name it, just shoot, trying to shoot them in the face with, you know, it's just rubber bullets. It's not real bullets. You know, one, one, one J6er who's in jail now, Joshua Black, shot in the face. This, you yeah. can see the bullet protruding his cheek. That's the mo That's one instance we got on camera. How many more went home that day with uh, bullet wounds or choking that's on tear right. gas? I believe one person died from a heart attack from all the tear gas you can smell miles away from the Capitol. So the government waged war that day on top of the war that they already got away with from November 3rd to curing the ballot for three months. And we're talking about Trump. We're gonna, I, I'm not trying to yell here, but if you've been witnessing and observing what mm -hmm. I've gone through this year, it, it, it's hell on earth and nobody knows it's happening and I have to I have to use a bullhorn here now it's my responsibility to come back and articulate this with as exquisitely as possible because it's complete raining hell on America right now we need all of our attention on these j6 defendants and if we had been realizing that soon enough we wouldn't be talking about Trump going to jail there's not a You're damn right. thing we can do from them putting Trump in jail tomorrow they can shoot him in the head and we still okay there's Alicia you're absolutely story. right Alicia you're absolutely right the government the rogue government is at war with American people's liberty and, and it is out of control and it is our right and our duty to abolish that government and get our representatives to reinstitute a government that will follow the Constitution of the United States which is a perfectly good document and we need to get it there. We need to get it there, and I appreciate your reporting. Please continue to report it, because we, because most of the people, uh, unlike you and me, and those that are in this audience probably, don't have a clue what's going on with combat veterans like Patriot Joe Biggs, who's also my friend, uh, and, uh, and I'm just absolutely disappointed uh, that we can't do more for him at this point, but we will. We will. I'll see you on More War Monday. I'm Rob Manus, live on Red Voice Media Network, where we're dangerous. We're dangerous because we bring you the facts and the truth. Thank you very much, Kat, for hosting the spaces. Thank you, audience. We'll see you Monday. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.